and welcome to the third episode of the Cyber Powered Hour. I'm your host, Wielding Hammer, and here with me as always is Pac Devil. Hello. And Logan VDG. Hey guys. Hey guys, what's going on? So, uh, how was your week? Busy. Very, very busy. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, my day my my days have been filled with work and when I'm not working I'm watching Game of Thrones just to catch up. <laughs> Good man. Alright. Well, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's not a terrible life, I guess. It has been it has been a week, and it's gonna continue to be a week for about the next month, so hmm? Yay. So, well, you know, another month and then it's like drops off right in time for Destiny Two. That's right. Hopefully. Vacation for me. There you go. Yeah, it's like less than a month away now, right? Or it's it is a month away? September exactly 6th, a month. It is a wow. month away. Yeah, from from when we're recording <laughs> so, it's a month so away. Close awesome yeah the time so, has flown uh, by you guys get any game time in this week a little here and there yeah not so much destiny but i've played plenty of other games this week so i got some PUBG, and that's that's about all i've gotten in so far <laughs> yeah i was able to play with you and i learned that you're not so good at driving around on a motorcycle <laughs> you told me to drive, all right. Wiped us both out. My roll. Are you in a tree or something? <laughs> oh, it was no, it wasn't a tree. Like it was, it was just the tiniest hill. Like we just come over it, landed funny. The front end just ate the ground. We flipped. It knocks me out, but doesn't kill me. It throws Logan off. Then the bike keeps flipping. Hits Logan, knocks him out, and then we both are dead. Yeah, so we're both down. So it just killed. And we both, both had like great gear too. Hadn't, <laughs> yeah. We already killed two people. Had a great game going, and then I killed us both in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> Suicide mission. Yeah. Oh, great job. <laughs> they said it wasn't anything crazy. It was just kind of a random. Whoops! I guess the physics went a little weird there. And next thing you know, we're we're cartwheeling off a motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, I managed to get three games in as a kind of a test run for the the new PC. So nice. Let's get that squad going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This hopefully soon. I uh I got about four or five hours worth in because I think I, I think that's how much time I got streaming. I think I got four hours of streaming and then I played it for an hour offline. Just which had my I had another top two game off stream, so I've got to stop doing that. <laughs> Always the best games when they're streaming or recording. That's how it seems yep. to be for me. Yep. Yeah, my, my first game ever, uh, I died uh, in about two minutes because I couldn't get over a wall. And then uh, the next two I got I got into I got to 30 and 28 uh, with two kills in one and one kill in another. So Hey, it took me several games to get my first kill, so... Yeah, especially. Yeah, I found a, I walked into a room and there's a guy just hard scoping out a window. <laughs> just like pop, pop. <laughs> I was lucky then. He should he have had his, a scope on his gun. He should have had his damn volume up. He would have heard you coming. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. He was a noob like me, and I won. I think my first kill. I still remember. I'm pretty sure it was a noob. They came out of a house and was in their inventory menu. They had to be. They were looking. Right, they come out of the house, stop, and I'm like, oh, they're hard scoping me, and they just they're just standing there. So, not even aiming down my sight because I had a red dot. I just like sprayed because I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and they were in their menu, and I don't know why they're in their inventory or something. Because when I went to loot them, I was like, they didn't have anything. <laughs> so, you got to pick on the noob sometime, I guess. Yeah. Hey, Pack, how are you adjusting to mouse and keyboard? So, I haven't played a ton. Like, I played three games of PUBG, and I played. The opening mission of Doom, which have you ever played Doom on the PC? I've never. Just on the Xbox. Um, that that game is so fast moving. Mm -hmm. At you know 120 frames, my eyes were like mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was just it was so crisp and clear, but it was almost too crisp and clear. You know, for the for so it's gonna take some time adjusting to such a high quality visual. You want your but, eyes to uh, really be mad. You want you switch back to Destiny right after. Yeah. The only thing is with my mouse, I, I bought the uh, Logitech uh, G502, yeah. mm -hmm. which I love it. It's a solid mouse, but the button to uh, 
like take your DPI, your mouse sensitivity, all the way down to the lowest setting that you have it, you know, set for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My thumb is just a little too short, <laughs> so I gotta kind of like rotate my hand to actually press that button when I want to slow it down, you know, on the fly. Yeah. But besides that, uh, it's actually been pretty good. Uh, I, I I like the mouse and keyboard actually. See, my, I have the opposite problem because I have the Corsair M65 and the adjustment Here's is in the seven. middle. Yeah, so I have yeah. to like pull my hand off, you know, the most important button to adjust it. Mm-hmm. Which it's programmable, but I'm like, why would I want to program that? That's that's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I mean, I'm not used to it yet, but I do like it. Um, it just you move so fast, aiming feels better. Yeah, it's a good experience. All right. Well, did anybody, anyone get to watch some streams or get to stream? Um, you know, my typicals: uh, Tefty, Goth, Lupo. Now, you watch Lupo too, uh, right, uh, Logan? Yeah. Okay, so he's got that uh, zoom on his screen. Mm-hmm. Now, do you? I mean, is that just like an overlay thing, or is that part, is somewhere in the game? Like, no, that is an OBS thing. Yeah, that's just an, that's an OBS thing, and that doesn't show what on about... his screen at all. Like he. Okay, he, that's what I thought he said. Yeah, because he said before, like if he if he had that in game, he wouldn't even want it. Because it's so okay. distracting, yeah, it so... doesn't help you aim. So, <laughs> but it's cool for like being a spectator and seeing that because you, you can actually see like where he's aiming at. The longer shots. Yeah, yeah that's what he was saying. Okay, it's and then, really helpful. What about the mini map he's got? What's uh, that? that? Must be is, another is that, overlay. Is that thing something too. in game you can pull up where there's you know the mini map in his bottom right, where it shows like just a select area of the map for you, like where you put a waypoint or something? I haven't noticed that. I'll, I'll I don't know about again. that. I do know the zoom box is an OBS thing, and it's, he said it's really helpful for people that watch on smaller mobile devices so you can actually see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I actually jumped in a stream one day, and I, I, was, I jumped in his chat, and I asked him how he did it, and I didn't actually think he would answer, mm-hmm. but he told me how he did it, and so I went and did it, and I streamed for a while, and yeah, it worked. I mean, I can't not stream without a delay, though, it seems like, so it wouldn't even have helped me. I mean, it helps me see how bad I was missing after I die, but that's about it. <laughs> but it's a pretty easy OBS thing. It only takes about two, three minutes to set up. That's cool. Okay. No, I was just curious. I haven't tried. Uh, I haven't tried streaming a, my PC yet, but uh, it should do. It should do quite fine. I got about four hours of PUBG in, and rather than using OBS, I uh, was using Shadowplay, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it seemed to work fine, uh, nice and easy. There's quite a bit of delay, but I don't know if that was my network or if that's just the shadow play thing or what, so I'm still messing with it. So was that delay on your end or just on your stream's end? The stream was delaying. Okay, because so, Twitch has always had that delay built in. I, I mean, it might have been from me accidentally pausing stream, but at one point I was almost a minute and a half delay. Wow. Oh, okay, that's pretty far. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, but that might have been me just making clips and stuff. But it's okay. always it's always delayed a bit. When it gets above a minute, I usually try to shut my stream down on what I'm watching and try to refresh and see if it helps. Okay. All right. Uh, Pat, you had a theory about the uh, Twitch affiliate program you wanted to talk about? Well, okay. So a lot of people, in fact, Cyborg just got his affiliate this mm-hmm. past week. But uh, so there's that other site, though, Mixer. And mm-hmm. I've been debating a lot. Do I want to stream on Mixer? Do I want to stream on Twitch? And then I came across the restream, so I'm actually doing both. But mm-hmm. that affiliate seems like it's pretty easy to get. And with Mixer trying to move into this market real heavy with Microsoft's backing, mm-hmm. it it feels like Twitch is, is trying to lock up talent. Because once you sign that affiliate, you're you're like a partnered streamer, and you can't go over to Mixer and stream. Yeah. So it it feels like that's they're like picking up free agents and and locking them into Twitch. I mean, it's great for the people that that are doing it, but it it feels like it's kind of like Twitch trying to to secure their roster of future uh content creators. I think I've seen some guys share something where you can't even do use any I don't think live stream apps until 24 hours after your broadcast cuz I think I saw like someone wasn't you're not supposed to use like even Periscope, I think, once you go past, unless you uh, wait a certain amount of time. Really? Wow. 
Jeez. I'm, I'm so. curious how Mixer is going to work out because I mean Microsoft's put their backing in a lot of things before and ultimately didn't see the projects to the end and let them die. Like a lot True. of stores stopped carrying the uh, Windows Phone. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember the Zune? How short that lasted? Yeah, that's pretty short. So I'm sure they will probably keep Mixer around and, for a while, but I don't think the uh, the UI is that great. You can't like it's not broken up by directory, is it? Oh no, the, the UI is great. It, it's as good as Twitch. Okay, last time I they've, was on there, I think it was still called it. Beam. No, yeah, Mixer is is actually really good. Um, there's zero delay if you set it up right. So as soon as you're, you know, you ask your question and he says something, it's it's all like real time. That's awesome. Which Twitch is moving to that. I'm like everything Mixer's got going on. Twitch is like right there, about to have it. Mm-hmm. But with Microsoft's backing, I think they have a shot at you know. Not be not taking over Twitch. They're never gonna take over Twitch, but at least having a foot in the market. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, even if uh, Amazon throws their money into that Twitch pot, then it'll be crazy. Yeah. So, so do you think that you're gonna start like start streaming on Mixer then with that? Like just like so you keep what, your doors open on both sides. So what I'm using is I can't um through through I think it was hidden. Mm-hmm. He uh, told me about Restream, mm-hmm. and what Restream does is it allows you to broadcast to up to 30 different sites. Wow. So you connect your account to Restream, and they give you a stream key. You put it in your OBS or your, you know, whatever you're streaming through, and then it'll send your signal out to everything you're connected with. Mm-hmm. So when I stream, it sends it to Mixer and to Twitch at the same time. I don't think that will work through. I don't know about AMD's what Relive, but I know Shadow Play. I was messing with it'll stream to YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, and that's it. Because okay, you have yeah, to link your accounts. It, YouTube, it, all the big ones, mm-hmm. things ones I haven't even heard of before. So it's and it's free. So it's worked out pretty try. good. You have to go check that out. But you know, if I was to get affiliate, and I actually <laughs> accepted it, I'd have to give up mixer yeah i don't know if that's a bad thing or not but i'm just i'm seeing that trend where i'm just seeing a lot of people you know they maybe just meeting the minimum requirements and they're getting locked in so Mm -hmm. i was i was close before i uh started the moving process and stopped streaming i was getting close i was just short followers i was actually pulling the concurrent that you needed and i was pulling in the amount of time i was just short that one i was Hmm. just short that one step yeah and and it doesn't seem like there's much on Twitch's side to give the affiliates because, you know, they have to reach so much money before Twitch even cuts them a check. Mm-hmm. And after a year, Twitch has the ability, I think, to take them off the program if it's not generating, you know, what they're hoping. Yeah, you have to generate so, so much revenue per year. Right. So, but I don't know, it's just a, a, something I've been thinking about, a little theory to throw out there. Yeah, it's cool. I, I don't. I'd honestly never even thought about that. Like, as far as Twitch trying to lock those people in, because that makes a lot of sense. As far as trying to keep people from streaming other places and only on Twitch by doing that, yeah. Especially people who have already invested the time and effort into even getting to the point who are affiliates. I mean, that's. I mean that that seems like it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time to get even to that point. So that's really smart for them to do. Yeah, and it's not even close what they're doing for partners. It's it's a yeah. small taste of it. Yeah, so. just. Mm-hmm. just it's to motivate you to get that partner. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first step. Seems a little like. stepping stone. Yeah. But. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go over a few newsworthy items here before we move on to our next segment. Um, the final Iron Banner of Destiny was uh, this past week. By the time you're hearing this, it will be over. Did anyone participate in the final Iron Banner? I have not. Not yet. I'll probably have to log on tonight to play a little bit of it. Because I haven't played Destiny 1 in probably a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. I'll just need to get my little last taste of Iron Banner before Destiny 2 comes out. I'm definitely not going to reach rank 5, but yeah. I, I definitely need to go get frustrated in the old laggy banner one more time. <laughs> I kind of want to jump on there just to do a daybreak nightfall. Just to see what it's like to have a super again. Mm-hmm. All right, um, PUBG added new weapon to crate drops, uh, car horns, an FOV slider for their first-person camera, and dedicated first-person servers for solo and duels, uh, additional character customization options for both gender presets, 
and a bunch of bud fixes as well as Xbox controller support. Nice. Which, Logan, yeah. wasn't you playing with a controller earlier, or you tried anyway? I tried, um, but I couldn't find a support because I play inverted on a controller, um, and I couldn't find any support from from uh, from Steam or from the actual interface from PUBG to actually move that to, to inverted. So I didn't play that. Whole, I didn't play like hardly anything on controller. I just basically moved around and grabbed a car and tried to run people over, but then I got shot. So <laughs> that's basically as far as I got. Um, but hopefully it works out. Hopefully there's a little bit of aim assist as far as when you plug in plug in a controller. Otherwise it'll be. I don't. I'm not really sure if it'll be worth it. Honestly, to be using a controller. Well, well I mean, it the, is the coming Xbox to Xbox. controller support. Yeah. You know, that's probably because they're moving it to Xbox mm-hmm. here soon. They're just yeah, trying it out and see how it works. Get it started. Get yeah. a chance to iron out the bugs and maybe add that inverted feature at a later time. Because if that's not an option when it comes to consoles, yeah, <laughs> people are going to be pissed. Well, you can, you can change that in the, uh, like, even if they didn't, like, Xbox, they have the ability to, like, where you can set your own profile and have it automatically be inverted anyway. But, but me and New Wielding, we were able to play uh, first-person mode in duos. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, when it's, you get shot, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's really disorienting because it's, yeah, it's it's hard. Entering houses, going to a corner, like I never realized how much I I crutched that third person camera until I started first yeah. person. It's it's crazy, but it, like it looks good and it plays good and it's especially fun like in a car to like be driving around and be only first person mode and like if you're in the back seat you can aim towards the driver and like shoot at him if you want. Yeah, like, some dick will shoot you in the back of the head. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and it, I think it's really fun. Uh, have you had a chance to play with that new gun that they added? What was it like a Mark fourteen? It's the Mark fourteen EBR, and it's a crate drop only. And no, <laughs> I I tend to stay away from crates because the one time me and the two times me and you have gone for them, mm-hmm. I don't know how many sniper rifles had that thing <laughs> scoped out already. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure every, every time we try to go together to go get one, and we always seem to get killed pretty quick. And we only ever have Tommy guns in it, too, so it's like not even worth it for me. Yeah, it's such a waste. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to nice. figure out if I can get one of those soon. Alright, uh, Stardew Valley is getting a beta version of the online multiplayer this fall uh, with plans to release it in early 2018 on PC. The beta will be on PC. And the Nintendo Switch will be getting it first on the consoles once the, that version comes out. Uh, the PS4 and the Xbox versions are expected to get it after, but there's no official date given. And the final one, Nintendo announced that pre-orders will start this month for the SNES Classic and that there will be ample units in supply this time for the September 29 release, which is good news for the people that pre-ordered from Walmart when they claimed they had a glitch in the system, and then they had to go in and cancel everyone's pre-order. Wow. Jeez. That sucks. Are, are either <laughs> of you guys going to get one? Probably not, no. I'll, I'll probably get one once the uh, N64 uh, Classic comes out. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. <laughs> but not, I mean, I didn't have a whole lot of time with SNES. So I, don't, I didn't either. I don't have a whole lot of nostalgia for that one. A lot of the games, you know, the older ones that I really, really wanted... I bought back when the first Wii came out through their uh, console store because they mm-hmm. had all the old games there, and they're still sitting on that hard drive on that system for me. So, yeah, I, I don't as well. Probably gonna pass on it. I think I'm more excited for the OG Xbox games coming to back for compatibility, and I hope it's <laughs> like a really good library because there's a bunch that I want from that. All right, let's uh, let's move on to some PC talk. Um, hey, Pack, I heard you. Uh, I heard you got something assembled finally. Well, um, last week the the box got here, and now the box has been opened, and it's set up. Uh, and it's it's still a work in progress, but uh, this this thing is is quite nice. At first, I I didn't think it was a, a huge improvement uh, from my old computer. Until I started multitasking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this Ryzen Seven, uh, it kicks some butt. I'm very, That's very happy with it. It's good to hear. You know, but uh, I initially had an issue uh, with my fans. They uh, they weren't working proper. They weren't cooling or something because it kept crashing. Really, like so I ran a, a program on it, and uh, now it's 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 running beautifully. 
Hmm. Mine's got me concerned because mine only has one fan and it didn't have the liquid cooler. And playing PUBG for about three hours today when I went to shut down, my case was really warm. The back of it was really warm. But, you know, nothing bad happened. But it's got me concerned. I think I need another another cooling unit of some kind. Yeah, probably just getting a couple more fans. Just get yourself a little bit more pod suppressor in your case. I'm sure that would really push all the hot air out that you need to get. Yeah, so I got a case fan in the front. And a case fan in the back, the cooler on the CPU, and then uh, I actually ended up getting a, a dual um, fan 1060. So that was pretty nice. It supports five monitors, which is what I'm rocking. Wow. So. <laughs> My 1080 has two fans, and then I have one fan on the back, and that's it as far as cooling goes. Yeah. Oh, so, so your, um, your 1080 isn't a Fanner's edition? It's an actual... I didn't notice that. That's cool. It's an, it's an MSI afterburn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ended up getting an. Uh, came with an ASUS uh, Dual, so that was that was a nice little upgrade. I thought I was just getting the standard stock, but yeah, happy with that. That's cool. And uh, yeah, been good. Yeah, I've actually already started to order parts for. I'm still gonna keep on upgrading mine, even though I just barely finished building it. I'm gonna get a a new AIO because like the stock cooler that comes with the Ryzen Seven, it's not bad. But right now, I've only been able to overclock to 3.7 with the That's stock one without, yeah, without it crashing. So I'm getting myself one of those new 280 millimeter uh, AIOs from Corsair, and looking forward to overclocking it. Hopefully, to like 4 po- or 3.9 or 4.0. 4 4.0 is the as far as on YouTube, that's been the kind highest of, I've seen anybody get it successfully. Yeah, kind of like the ceiling for the 1700 at least, but. but uh, yeah, mine, of course, you know that uh, the Ryzen's, the temperature gauge is 20 degrees off. Mm-hmm. So mine, mine's sitting typically at around 40, and it jumps up to, like, almost 60 when I'm playing games, which isn't too bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Because uh, it, it'll go up to 95 before it really runs into issues. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Bungie announced that there's going to be restrictions for capturing footage for the Destiny 2 on PC as part of uh, their anti-cheating, anti-hacking defense. So if you're on a one PC setup like we are, you're going to have to use window capture rather than game capture, or use a capture card, or you can also use uh, NVIDIA's Shadow Play and AMD's ReLive are supported, so you would have to use those instead of just running OBS through game capture. Mm-hmm. Which I think... Professor Broman put out a pretty He put pretty out a very video. thorough video. Yes. Yeah. Lupo has been putting some stuff out on Twitter explaining it as well. So there's plenty of resources well, out there. The Destiny 2 is going to run window borderless. So to just window capture is not going to be an issue. The, the thing you're going to definitely want, though, if you're a single PC, is you're going to want two monitors. Yeah, if you're going to stream along with it. Yeah. Yeah. One's going to be a bit of a pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting my second monitor September 1st. Hey. So, there's only one thing that drives me nuts with this five monitor setup, though. They're to... not all the same exact monitor. Uh... So, the, the, the colors are kind of off. <laughs> so, when you're dragging things screen to screen, it you, know, you just see the color changes. Although, I did just buy this nifty little calibrator toy. Mm-hmm. That you uh, you plug into your USB and it does it for you. So, gonna give that a whirl this week and see if it fixes my problem or not. Yeah, let me know how that works. Because I've actually thought about getting one of those for um, photo editing to make sure my monitor is like color correct. So let me know yeah, if that actually makes, makes everything equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those things work great for those kinds of things. From everything I've heard, and yeah, I got one for ninety eight dollars on uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. That had, you know, four and a half star rating. So yeah. I'll let you know. Sweet. But I first learned about it when Holtzman was talking about the spiders, which is the same thing. I never even heard of them. So. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move on to TV. Did you guys watch anything interesting this week? Are you still on The Office and How I Met Your Mother Pack? Yes, I am. Almost through The Office. I've uh, got one season left. Nice. It'll be the first time I watched it all the way through. <laughs> I kind of kind of left it when uh, when Michael left uh, when it was actually on TV. Yeah. yeah, last season. Yeah. So, Logan, I heard you've been crunching that Game of Thrones hard. Oh my gosh, 
Yeah, that's all I've been doing. Either playing on my PC, working, or just watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm a, uh, two weeks ago is when you guys gave me crap for not watching it, and when I decided <laughs> I'm going to start watching it. And I'm already on season, what is it, season six? I'm on episode nice. four. So I'm all, I'm only like probably a couple days worth of watching it until I'm caught up. And so I've been so addicted to it. Like, it's such a good story. See, peer pressure does work. Peer, it, it does. It, it does work very effectively. But yeah, it's... Oh my gosh. I'm so looking forward to like... I mean... I'm not sure if we can talk about spoilers. I'm sure we can at this point. Um, but like, I'm so looking forward to like when Ramsey dies. I just... I want to see him die so bad. <laughs> it's satisfying. Yeah. Like seeing <laughs> The jo- whole episode is satisfying. Like seeing Joffrey die was like so good. And then like... Oh, uh, I, I cheered. I, I almost jumped out of my chair and screamed. <laughs> <like>, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm so looking forward that to seeing prick. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my you gosh! Need to get Grant because tonight's episode was a solid 11.5 out of 10. It was really? incredible. Oh, yeah, Ooh, I'm so excited. Shit, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching. Lit. All right, uh, movies. Did you guys get any in this last week? Um, I got one and a half in. I watched that new. Uh, <laughs> oh, I watched Kung Fury. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, <laughs> but um, I started watching again um, that Star Wars movie. Gosh, Rogue yeah. One? Yeah, I started re-watching Rogue One. Because when I saw it, I saw it on a date. And I don't really remember a whole lot about the movie. So I'm just re-watching it to, to kind of get current Hello. with it again. Hey, yo. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually watched Rogue One after watching Kung Fury because I needed to get that out of my head. <laughs> oh, come on, it's such a good movie. <laughs> How did you find that movie? What the hell? <laughs> How do you find any movie? You're sitting there. You're bored out of your mind. It's me and my brother. We're just hanging out. And What's this thing? It's a half hour long. Okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the only saving grace of that movie was it was only 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I have not watched that movie three times. You've watched it three watched, times now? I've seen it I twice. watched it with my brother, and then I had to make my friend watch it, and then I watched it again for this. <laughs> I made my, oh my wife gosh. watch it with me earlier. <laughs> wow. But you're right. You just sit there going, what the? Yeah, what is happening? We, should, we might as well just talk about it right now. Yeah, let's, just go, and, let's go right ahead. What was your review of Kung Fury? Oh, Oscar winner. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> I don't even so think you would win though, a Razzie. The, I think it's like a college student in Sweden that made this movie as like a class project. It was so, a crowdfunded film whose goal was $200,000, and they raised over 650000 for it. I did look up a little bit about okay. it. I, I just know there is a sequel, and it's supposed to be like 2018. Oh, my God. I am looking forward to that. I'm now officially a fan of Kung Fury. Well, come on. They, you can't let the bad guy go, and who's the bad guy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hitler! Freaking hey, Kung Fu master Adolf Hitler. He oh travels through time. That has Nazi arcade machines that flip people off before he shoots them. <laughs> who, who is your guys' favorite character? At least character name in the whole movie. Because there was a lot of them that they introduced. Oh, Hacker Man for sure. Hacker Man was cool. Hacker Man was good. <laughs> Gotta hack the space time continuum by putting on an old NES power glove. <laughs> <laughs> Triceracops was pretty good. He was fun. He was a short-lived, but yeah, it was... Oh, uh, you know, Thor wasn't too bad. I he was somebody I I know it popped up in social media stuff. You know, the old guy who's ripped. You know, mm-hmm. um, what was it Bar Barbella? Barbariana, dude. Barbariana, Barbariana. Barbariana. which is what and the Katana. second one's supposed to be like focused on. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Because in the so, Viking yeah, Age, uh, all Vikings were big titted women that carried machine guns. And yeah, amen. Do you want to go ahead and give like a quick synopsis of what the movie was? I mean, it's kind of hard since it was only 30 minutes, but there was a lot that went into it. Uh, basically, it's a cop that, and while him and his partner were running down a kung fu master, his partner is killed, and then he is struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra at the exact same time. <laughs> and then when he wakes up, he is suddenly the Kung Fury, the... One person in the world that can learn this special type of kung fu. So he's a super cop. Super he is. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, as far as the rest of the movie, uh, he goes back in time <laughs> to kill, uh, what was it, uh, Kung Fuhrer, which is Adolf yeah. Hitler. It's Adolf Hitler who knows Kung Fu. So he goes back in time too far after being hacked into time by the greatest mullet in history. <laughs> Ends up in the Viking Age where there are laser raptors. Because yes. reasons. Because and then reasons. a big-breasted Viking saves him with a machine gun. And then another big-breasted Viking takes him, and they hop on the back of a T-Rex and ride it to go visit Thor. And Thor ends up being a bit of a bro. Yeah. So, yeah. Thor sends him to Nazi Germany. He beats the shit out of a lot of Nazis. Uh, Hitler supposedly kills him, and then Thor transports all of his friends, and then you get a big... Showdown between a bunch of unarmed Nazis and Thor and a T-Rex and Triceracops, which if you noticed, uh, every single one of his shots, he was shooting people in the dick. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yeah. And then Hacker Man hacks him back to life. <laughs> they hack his bullet holes away because science. <laughs> and then, yeah, Thor, or not Thor, excuse me, Hitler and his giant eagle uh, get transported to the future. And we take you right back to the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Where you uncover on the machine the Nazi symbol. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've seen that symbol I've seen that before. before. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> and, and then the eagle's flying in the sky. With yeah, the, you see Adam, I mean, they're riding away on the golden eagle. It's almost got to be a sequel at this point. <laughs> I mean, I don't regret spending half an hour watching it. Like, I thought it was hilarious. It was it was just funny to watch. Yeah, you're just like yeah. Kind of been, you're like I mean that fight scene was just so ridiculous. You could do nothing but laugh at the end. No, pretty much. Was... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But like his car scene at the very beginning. Oh, like my <laughs> oh my god. It's so good. It's worth the arcade worth machine punching him into space against the satellite, and then they fight their way back to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It, it's a great movie to get a bunch of guys together, order a pizza. You know, and just just laugh your heads off. If you're mm-hmm. on any mind-altering substances, I suggest watching it. I think it would make it even more uh, vibrant. You might understand it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that would. That's true. See that you deep... probably need to be on something to, in order to understand. <laughs> that's it. That's the director's cut, right? That's what it takes. Jesus. Oh gosh, Kung Fury. Well, I'm glad our first bad Netflix movie lived up to its name. Yeah. You're welcome. It did. It was terrible. It was great. I actually read it off to a group of friends that were here. I read the plot off to them. They want to watch it just because it sounds that bad. So <laughs> It's so bad, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it was video games and kung fu. It's like, how could that go wrong? In the 80s? Yeah. Very 80s. <laughs> Very 80s. <laughs> the overacting was just so good. Yeah, it was <laughs> ridiculous. It was perfect. Very well executed. All right, before we move on, the new release movies for this past weekend, if you're, when you're listening to this, was uh, Detroit and The Dark Tower, which I'm hoping to see The Dark Tower. I don't know anything about that series, but yeah, that looks very good. All right, well, this month's, uh, or not this month, wow. Tune in next month for the next Bad Next List movie review. We'll probably do it the first podcast you hear each month. Uh, moving on to this week's charity stream focus uh it's not actually a stream it's the uh destiny yeah it's the destiny community (laughs) t-shirt created by captain twas captain twas uh it's running the entire month of august uh it features a thousand names on the design and it's being sold through design by humans uh sales end at the end of august i believe and all the sales for the shirt are going to benefit uh stackup.org uh, stackup.org runs a program called Call to Arms. It's a year-long charity drive that supports uh, their mission using the power of gaming to support U.S., U.K., Canada, NATO, Australian, and New Zealand veterans around the world. And you can sign up to stream for the troops year-end and make your own Call to Arms event. Uh, Call to Arms, um, some of the things they do is supply crates, which is giant boxes of the latest video games and gear sent to combat zones, humanitarian missions, and troops in military hospitals helping raise morale, camaraderie, combat PTSD, and fight the rising tide of veteran suicide. 
uh, Air Assaults, which is flying deserving veterans to gaming and geek culture events such as PAX, Comic-Con, and E3. And the Stacks, which is their local team of volunteers coming together to support military, military personnel on bases and around the community. Uh, they're partnered with Humble Bundle, Ubisoft, Bungie, and Twitch. Uh, you can visit their website at www.stackup.org to read testimonials as well as get signed up to hold your own call to arms event. All the information you need is there along with some promo videos and basic art assets that you can use if you choose to stream. Uh, you don't have to stream to do a fundraiser. You can pretty well do anything you want. Uh, you can also donate directly at the bottom of their page using PayPal. Cool. And I uh, ordered my shirt today. Yep, Very me nice. too. It looks good. And all you have to do is it's go awesome. to the page and just look up Destiny Community and it'll pop right up. I, I just... gotta say, I love, I love how the Destiny Community with Guardian Con, you know, we support St. Jude, which is a extremely noble-worthy cause. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Stuff with the soldiers to for me is really near and dear. I've got a lot of buddies and a few that have, you know, they're in programs to get through some of their, you know, issues coming back. So, yeah, anything, anything supporting the military in this way is, is you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twas outdoes himself every time he puts up. Oh, that guy is just incredible. Yeah, he is. All right, well, let's go on to our main topic. We're gonna gonna have a little history lesson tonight. And uh, I'm actually pretty excited for it because I have a, a Bachelor of Science in History. So I actually really enjoyed right, this folks, week's get homework. Get out your sleeping bags <laughs> and your pillow. I'm... Get out your sleeping bags. <laughs> mm. This is this is pretty brief. I didn't include PC gaming. This is console gaming because if it was PC gaming, I'd have to start my own podcast. So, <laughs> but uh, Wielding, you did start your own podcast. <laughs> I mean, if I hear you all snoring, I'm, I'm just going to mute one. you and post anyway. So... <laughs> So, Come back in 10 know, minutes. I don't know if you guys want me to read this. You want to split it up? How do you guys want to do this? We could just each take a word. No, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Let's just do three paragraphs at a time. I'll take the first the first swing here. All right. Pong was created by Alan Alcorn as a practice project for game design in 1972 and ended up being so fun that Atari released it in late 72 and by March 1973... It had reached the market in large quantities, spawning a craze for the ball and paddle game and the coin-operated amusement industry. This led to the market crashing in 1974 due to oversaturation. The golden age of the arcade video game took place between 1978 and 1982. A new type of game was developed in Japan that broke the old ball and paddle model, and that game was Space Invaders. This game introduced and popularized several mechanics of today's gaming industry, such as play regulated by lives, earning additional lives, and tracking high scores. It was the first game to include enemies that would return fire to the character and the first to play background music. In 1980, Pac-Man was released and arcade sales jumped 314% during that time. The second generation of gaming consoles hit the market between 76 and 82. Uh, following the collapse of the dedicated console market, focus shifted to a programmable system in which the game data was stored on ROM-based cartridges rather than on the machine itself. Uh, some of the consoles from this generation include the Intellivision, Channel F, Odyssey 2, and the Atari 2600. And in 1982, Atari released the more advanced Atari 5200, which was based off uh, an 8-bit computer. And Coleco also released the ColecoVision in the same year. The video game industry experienced a severe downturn and ultimately crashed in 1983. This was caused by the commercial failure of the Atari 2600 and a market flooded by poor quality games and the rise of home computers being a more advanced gaming platform. So the PC Master Race was uh, born in 83. (laughs) Hey, so was I. We probably should have set an order so we knew who was next. (laughs) Oh, you can go ahead. Go, Pac. You can can go go ahead, Pac. Oh, righty. Uh, let's see, where do you end up? I was starting with the NES. NES. The Nintendo Entertainment System was released in the U.S. on October 18, 1985. The Master System released not long after. These two systems dominated the third generation of consoles and ended when the N- NES was discontinued in 1995. I can read, I swear. <laughs> Fourth generation <laughs> console gaming... Featured 16-bit systems, the Sega Genesis sold well worldwide, and Nintendo released the SNES in 1990. CD-ROM drives were also introduced in this generation as 
add-ons for the Mega Drive in 1991. Nintendo experimented with optical drives in a joint venture with Sony during this time period. Sonic the Hedgehog was in 1991. A character became very pop. The character became very popular and ri- rivaled Nintendo's Mario. This sparked off what would be known as the first real console war. We don't have those. This generation also saw the rise of handheld gaming as the most notable release was the Nintendo Game Boy. The fifth generation of gaming brought with it 32- and 64-bit systems. Atari re-entered the market with the Atari Jaguar, Sega released the Sega Saturn, and Sony released the PlayStation, which greatly outsold its competition. And Nintendo released the N64. Nintendo remained on a ROM cartridge rather than make, making the switch to CD-ROM. CD-ROMs could hold over 10 times the amount of data than that of the old cartridge model. This generation is most notable for its switch to fully 3D games. Mm. Right, Take it away, home. All right. The sixth generation of consoles saw Sega exit the market after the failures of the Dreamcast. While it was the first to have a mo- modem built in for internet supports, uh, Sega's reputation was damaged by the poor reception to the Sega Saturn and the 32-bit system. This generation brought about 3D open-world gaming and the QuickTime event. The PlayStation 2 was a clear winner in, the, in this generation, featuring DVD-based game discs. It featured the ability to play movies and music CDs and had four-player support built in. The GameCube released in this generation but its lack of more mature titles hurt its sales as most as many gamers were growing up with each generation. This generation saw Microsoft enter the market in 2001 with the Xbox and largely and was largely successful due to the Bungie Studios game Halo Combat Evolved. Generation 7 featured the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, and the Wii. Both the PSP and the Nintendo DS belonged this generation, but releasing but releasing in 2004. This saw Nintendo climb back into its prominence in the U.S. home console market with the inclusion of motion control. Xbox sales outpaced that of the PS3 until late into this generation of consoles. The PS3 released with a much greater price point than that of their competition at $700. Wow, I don't remember it being $700. Yes, that was really indelible. That's crazy. Um, This era also saw a rise in development budgets for AAA titles. In 2009, cloud computing came to gaming. The eighth and current generations of consoles features the Wii U, the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. The Xbox One was release was very rough, with Sony outpacing Microsoft at, on sales by a wider margin. This also resulted in a lot of exclusive signing with, with Sony. This generation is the first, generation con, first console generation that has utilized VR and 4K te- technology. Sony has released a PS, PS4 Pro for 4K gaming, and Microsoft is soon to release the Xbox One X later this year. That was a mouthful. It sure like was. I said brief. <laughs> I could have I I wrote a whole damn dissertation paper on this, alright? <laughs> tune in next week for that. But, yeah, uh, yeah real quick though, your, the $700 thing, that was, that was one of the notables. You know, PlayStation 2 was so good. And so mm-hmm. when it was time for Sony to make its next one, it thought it could do, you know, whatever. And so it made all the wrong moves with the PS3, and then Microsoft repeated it with the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Yep. Microsoft <laughs> made the same mistake. <laughs> it's flip-flopped. So, yeah. Exactly how it went. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably flip-flop again the next time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's all good. It's good, though, for the consumers. But, oh, it's yep. great. I love it. Yeah. Competition is good. Yeah, so. very much so. When one's a clear winner, it, they get lazy. All right, well, since we're on the subject of gaming history, yeah, Pat, why, why don't do you do all uh, that? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about our own personal histories in gaming. You know, Pack, what's mate? What's wait? Uh, we want to talk about our personal stuff. Uh-oh. Yeah, I heard Logan's got quite a uh, hentai game list for us. So. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, guys! <laughs> yeah, that was that was a, a joke. Link. That was a joke. I was wa- I'm still waiting on the list. <laughs> oh my gosh! For research purposes. <laughs> research. But, uh, Pack, you're the old man here. Why don't you tell us what what got what was your start into gaming? So, uh, I d- it does go back. I played Atari. I played the television. You guys ever heard of in television? <laughs> nope. It, you know, Burger Time. <laughs> Isn't that those things at flea markets that sell for thirty eight cents? 
Yeah, probably. Uh, little cartridges. You know, the the controller looked like a phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would you'd slide a card over the button so you knew what the controls were. That's mm-hmm. weird. It's, you know, and the you know the old you had to uh, you had to, you had to hook into the bunny ears. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, uh, old. But no, my uh, my first real 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 memory would be uh, the NES. My brother got one uh, for a birthday gift, and I got to enjoy watching him play it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mike Tyson Punch Out, Super Mario, Duck Hunt, Double Dribble, old Top Gun game. And uh, what introduced me to football, Tecmo Super Bowl. You played as actually Bo how Jackson, I learned didn't you? to. He was a dick, wasn't you? <laughs> What's that? I said, did you play as Bo Jackson? No, no, no. I um, I played as the Packers, which is why I'm also a cheesehead and I live in Michigan. So. How's <laughs> <does> that work? <laughs> because I couldn't lose. You uh, you live <laughs> I threw in the Michigan. Sharp every time. You work, you work near Detroit and you're a Packers fan. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of us though. I mean, you've seen Detroit. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, go there to uh, the SNES, the SNES. My cousin had that, played Mortal Kombat, and the Super Mario's there. Sega Genesis. But my first my first console was bought by my sister. Christmas gift, the old N64. Which, nice. I didn't have a lot of games for it, but GoldenEye, Castlevania, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. I mean, I probably put... A thousand hours into Goldeneye. Same. That wow. that game was just amazing. In fact, uh, a friend of mine, me, him, and his brother, the losers had to do so many push-ups based on your loss. So you didn't like losing. Man, I'd have been ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been. <laughs> but uh, from there, PS2, then the uh, the original Xbox. And then I've never had a PS, a PlayStation since the PS2, 360, Xbox One, and now the PC. So that you know kind of covers all the generations I've gotten to enjoy. Uh, what do you got, uh, Logan? Um, my my memories as far as gaming goes back to NES. I kind of attribute my ability to count from from uh, Super Mario Brothers, from like the counter time, uh, from that counting down. So, um, I love that game. Uh, I remember like playing Duck Hunt a lot, but like I think I broke the controller early on, so I didn't play it a whole lot. And like every time we'd go get it fixed somewhere, I'd always break it again. Okay, Did just... you play uh, Duck Hunt lo- or uh, Wielding? Yep. Okay, so let's be honest. How many of us took the gun and put it right on the TV? Yep. <laughs> you could do that. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I never. How did many that. of you tried to didn't. kill that goddamn dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I never even tried that. It's smart. <laughs> this is a side note. Cheating. Yeah, this is right. a side note. But did you see the community created game for uh, Halo Five? You can actually play Duck Hunt in game. Are you serious? You have Spartans gonna... flying around with jetpacks and swords, and you have one guy with a battle rifle, and you shoot into it. It's a community nice. created game. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to just a side note. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up then for you to see. I'll have to fire an Xbox. Um, That's great. From NES, I went to Game Boy, but basically only played Pokemon, like Red and Blue. I had a buddy that had blue while while I had red, so we'd trade back and forth and just kind of goof around. He showed me all the little cheats and tricks you can do for that game. Um, but after Game Boy, I kind of moved over to like my parents' desktop for a short time. Well, I guess I played. I played RuneScape like crazy for like a long time, but then I kind of got out of it. Um, I even tried to recover that, my old account, a little while ago, but I, it won't let me. I guess the account's too old and I can't remember all the stuff, like I can't remember like my old login, so I guess that's kind of important. Um, and then from there, I went to also the N64 I got for Christmas one year. Um, I mostly played Ocarina of Time, but... Because, like, I played through GoldenEye and I played Mario 64 and, like, those other classic games. But I never owned them because we'd always, like, rent them from, from Blockbuster back in the day. And, like, it was always a pretty hefty fine if you didn't return, return it in time. Yeah, it was. So mm-hmm. I played Ocarina <laughs> of Time and, like, Yoshi's Story I bought eventually when it went on sale at, um, at Blockbuster and 
just like a bunch of those normal N64 games, like NFL Blitz. That was so, so mm-hmm. much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have that one. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like borrowing Star Fox from my next door neighbor. And I didn't have a memory cartridge, so I couldn't save any games. So I had to beat the whole game in one playthrough. And like that took me a lot of time to do that. Um, and then after that, I went on to Xbox. I had a bunch of friends who were super into Halo, and I hadn't even heard of it yet. And they introduced me to it, and I, like, I had like the little fold-out manual that like used to come with the games, and I would mm-hmm. read that thing like during school to like research like the guns and like the lore and stuff that was in the game. I'm like, oh my gosh, this game is so awesome. And then, so I basically, had an Xbox. I had I played Halo, Halo Two, Crimson Skies. Um, have you guys ever heard of that game? Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Can't wait I, for that to come back. Yeah, that's because yeah. that's coming back like this this holiday season, right? On uh, yeah, Pax that was that Lodi. was the main one they kept talking about. So. Oh my gosh, I'm was, so excited! It was the for featured that. one for backward compatibility. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played a crap out of that, and then Splinter Cell. I played through like all those games when it was available on Xbox. Um, all the old Clancy games. Yeah, all those old Clancy games when they used to be good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Then moved on to 360, played all the essential there, like Halo, all the Call of Duties for Black Ops and Modern Warfare, all the Assassin's Creed's, um, Battlefield 3 and 4, and then there was this other shooter game called Spec Ops The Line. Have you guys heard of that game before? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was, I really liked the game, and it was like, kind of like underground. Like, it kind of grew out of nowhere, it seemed like. I, I heard it from, like, some, like, one of my buddies at school, and he, yeah, yeah it was a really awesome game. Then I moved on to PS4, played. That's actually where I got introduced into Destiny because I downloaded it as a demo. Like I'm like, oh yeah, this is the game that Bungie was developing after they did Halo. And so I played through the demo. I'm like, ah, that's pretty fun. So I just eventually just bought the game, and I've loved it, loved it ever since. Uh, then after that, I learned that most of my friends that I already had only have Xbox One. So then I got myself an Xbox <laughs> One and bought Destiny again. Uh, yeah, it's been through all the consoles, all the current ones, pretty much. And then I just recently got a PC, so now I've been playing all those PC games like Overwatch and PUBG. That's pretty much pretty my cool. my history. Uh, mine started, uh, I always had Sega at my house, but my grandma had an NES. So when I would go there, I would play, all she had was she had Duck Hunt and Classic Mario and they, we also had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that me and my brother would play a lot, like a whole lot. I think we f- oh, we finally beat the game after a long time of trying. Mm-hmm. And from there, uh, as far as Sega goes, the class Sonic, um, NFL 95, stuff like that. I've mostly just played Sonic. Like, I, I really love Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, from there, I moved on to the N64, and it was, it was basically I got it for GoldenEye, because, like you said, 1,000 hours easy. So I really love GoldenEye. I still have my copy of GoldenEye, uh, the old Army Men, Sarge's Heroes, which I have a copy of. I still got my copy of NFL 95, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, um, so many classics, uh, Perfect Dark there towards the end. And from there, uh, I still have my N64. I was kind of debating where I wanted to go, if I wanted to go PlayStation. And we were at my aunt and uncle's. They managed to score an Xbox, my uncle did, uh, back when they first released. They actually went in the back and they found him one. And so he bought it, you know, right there on site. And so when I was there visiting for Christmas, I wasn't fully sold on, you know, Microsoft being a, a console. Mm-hmm. But I watched him play Halo, and then he let me play for 15 minutes. And went, me I went there. and bought an Xbox. And, like, huge as Halo. Like, I, I played, like, Crimson Skies, Mech Assault, and all that. But I probably put 2,000, 3,000 hours into Halo. Like, beat it through several times. Um, the Legendary Run, some of my greatest memory, one of my best memories was beating the library solo on Legendary for the oh first my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, making that making that drive at the end of the game, you know, it was just real real tense. Um, in high school, that's all I thought about. Uh, <laughs> my first midnight release you was didn't think Halo about girls, 2. Folks, you just thought about video games. I really just did. Halo, <laughs> beating it at my, Legendary. 
my freshman or sophomore year of high school, we had a half year of poetry, and you could write about whatever you wanted. And so I did Halo poetry for six months. <laughs> not bad. Like, I'm not even lying. Not like I got in trouble for hey, printing you out made poetry. Interesting. I I got in trouble for printing out like weapon stat sheets at the, in the computer <laughs> library and all that because I was like, oh, this document's cool. I'll print it, and it ended up being like a 600 page document. <laughs> So I got in trouble for that, but it's worth it. Did you guys have land parties for Halo for the OG Halo? Uh, yeah, for a while I took my uh, system over to my uncle's and we hooked them up so we could uh, prevent screen looking. <laughs> yeah, everyone had their own TVs and their own Xbox in different rooms. Yeah, whenever we get to whenever we get to the couch co-op episode, there'll be a lot to talk about there. Mm-hmm. But my first midnight release was Halo 2, and the closest uh, closest place that did a midnight release was 60 miles away. So we drove. Wow. <laughs> we drove there, waited in line, got home at like 4 a.m. I had school at 7. Just didn't go to bed. I just jumped go. right into the Halo 2 campaign. But from oh, there, I was yeah. I was holding on to my... I was trying to hold out on the 360 till Halo 3 came out, but I seen the trailer for Gears of War, the Mad World trailer. Okay, yeah. I, I was sold. Like, yep. I, had to, I had to get it. In order to get my 360, I didn't have the money at the time because I was working part-time and co- I was in college full-time and I was working about 36 hours and so most of my money was going in my gas tank <laughs> but I uh, actually my old boss told me to leave work one night he wanted me to go camp in line for him to get him a ps3 because he wanted to flip him on ebay which he ended up flipping him for like two grand a piece he's like I'll give you 450 dollars if you do it so I waited in line 28 hours. We got to wait inside the Walmart where I was, but we had to drive 45 miles to get there. And the only rule was they didn't want us sleeping in the store. So I was awake for like 48 straight hours in order to wait wow. in line for this system. But I got it. So I got Halo 3 and I got Gears of War. So, I mean, I was pretty I was pretty dedicated to Halo 3. I mean, I kind of got into COD, well, you know, COD, Modern Warfare and all that. And yeah, moved on the Xbox One. Seemed like the natural progression of things. That's where all my friends were. So I almost bought a PS4 this past summer, but uh, we were buying a house, so I held off. And then yeah, Destiny Two PC was going to happen, and I I really wanted a PC. So I mostly just wanted a PS4 because I really want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm not going to lie. Have you, yeah, you I guys played that yet? just for some of the exclusives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to play The Last of Us Uncharted. They got a lot of good exclusives over there. So. Mm-hmm. And somehow I have not had The Last of Us spoiled yet. <laughs> I haven't either. I'm yeah, still pretty pretty much not even sure, besides it's an end times game, really what's going on. So Probably the day I buy it, someone, I'll see something, like the whole story, in like five seconds. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a, there's a sequel coming. So. Yeah, that's probably why I'm going to see the whole story in five seconds. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people streaming it, I'm sure. Well, I won't watch it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so our, our histories are pretty similar there we've yeah, yeah pretty much. all managed to kind of hit the same same, same systems. games yep same system same games all right well we're about to hit our hour so Man. good talk <laughs> you guys have any closing thoughts well, i thought pack do you have a quiz for us to take well, i think we're going to hold off on that for another week uh it's going to be uh, next week all so right. next week start at the gaming session first thing we do all right cool Give you a so. chance to study, Logan, so you don't look like a fool again. Thank you. I really <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> give me Game of Thrones quiz, or quiz next week. I might actually be able to ace that one then. Oh, there we go. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Are you challenging me, boy? <laughs> I'm not. That's not a challenge. Gaming <laughs> quiz next week. Game of Thrones quiz following week. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get out of here, uh, Logan. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at loganvdg, or you can add me on Steam. I'm also Logan VDG there, and I sometimes stream on Twitch, and I'm also Logan VDG there, so you can find me those places. Cool. Hey, Pack, where can they find you? Twitch, Twitter, uh, Xbox, Steam, Pack Devil. And uh, I'm going to shoot for Monday and Thursday nights from 9 to 11 to do uh, some streaming. And uh, follow my Twitter for any additional streams that. Uh, get to happen alright and I've been Wielding Hammer you can find me on Xbox Steam, Twitch and Twitter at Wielding Hammer 
on Battle.net, I'm at Wieldhammer. For those of you that want to play Destiny 2 on PC, uh, you can find uh, us. Uh, you can email us questions, uh, concerns, topics of discussion, feedback. Uh, give us give Logan hell at cyberpoweredhour at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at cyberpowerhourpod. Uh, you can hear us on iTunes, Shout Engine, SoundCloud, and here very soon, Google Play. We're currently going through verification on them. So if you're here, you should be hearing this episode. It'll be on Google Play. Man, we're hitting the big time. Yeah. yeah huge. So. Huge. Everyone have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>